0: Welcome back to the Events for Entrepreneurs podcast, where we choose to cultivate deep relationships with our event attendees, clients, community, and yes, even ourselves, because we know that truly impacting the world starts with relationships, not the balance of our bank accounts. I'm your host, Jen Murray, retreat planner and owner of Relate Escape, and I believe that events, like our lives and businesses, should be successful, fun, creative, and full of chocolate. Let's dig into today's episode. Hello, lady friend. Welcome to episode 20 of the Events for Entrepreneurs podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm here, of course. Hobbs, my greyhound, is naturally here, so you may hear him in the background moving around at some point because he always has to be where I am. And I'm really excited to dive into this episode because just like a lot of the episodes in the rebel series which i just finished in episode 19 so the last episode this is a pretty powerful topic we're going to be talking about protecting our own power as business owners so that we are able to infect if effectively excuse me empower others now first i want to take a step back and kind of address a question that might be in your mind right now and that is why is somebody who is a retreat planner with a podcast called Event for Entrepreneurs, talking about things that would be more akin for, say, a business coach. I'm so glad you asked. So in one of the previous episodes in the Rebel Series, I shared how recently I tweaked my business model, how I realigned it in a way that made my passion, which is relationships and community building, that's the why behind my business, I retweaked things so that that was more at the forefront because it wasn't really potent before. It wasn't really out there. It wasn't at the front of what I was doing. And so naturally, after I went through that process, I sat down and thought, okay, what do I do with my podcast, right? Because the original vision for my podcast was that I would do episodes on things like, uh, well, things like the first 14 episodes talking about uh, swag bags and how to make your retreat profitable. And what do you do if you're an introvert and you want to have an event, things like that. And so once I tweaked my model, I had to step back and say, okay, what do I do with the podcast? Do I keep the name? Do I change the name? Because Obviously, since I changed the focus of my business, the focus of my podcast had to follow as well. And ultimately, I decided to keep it titled Events for Entrepreneurs, and that's for two reasons. As a secondary reason, as far as SEO goes, having a podcast that's called Events for Entrepreneurs just makes sense. <laughs> if you, I couldn't believe that title wasn't taken by somebody else, even though I knew that Event planning for entrepreneurs is kind of not a, uh, it's not a full niche. It's one of the reasons why I, you know, went into it and kind of discovered it because there was a big need there. So it didn't really make sense for me to give that up. And also the primary reason is because I don't think of events just as external things that we put on like retreats or masterminds. When we're thinking of building community, yes, it's about us forming relationships with other people, our clients, our customers, but it's it's also about our relationship with ourselves. That's where it all starts. So if you don't have a good relationship with ourselves, if we have things that are out of balance, that are not helpful, that are harmful, that are confu- you know confusing as we're figuring things out, then that affects. Our relationships and then of course it's going to affect our business and any actual events that we put on so for me events means both internal events things that we overcome challenges that we face things that we want to empower ourselves with and also those external events as in putting on retreats and so that's why I have kept the name that's why I am digging into topics that are both about actual retreats and events and things that are more inner work as far as relationships go. And today, I really want to zero in on this concept of empowerment, because, you know, I I like to say if you're, I use the phrase Relate Escape Business, and if you're a Relate Escape business, and that could mean you're solopreneur, you're somebody that just, you have such a fire to impact the world in a specific way, your niche, where you're an expert, um, but you also understand that relationships are, very, are in a very important key to that, right? It's not just about selling the services and doing the things. Relationships are, just as human beings, that's where the power lies. It's through, it's through forming those relationships and those bonds and sharing our stories and connecting with each other. That's where the real tra- uh, change starts to take place. So, if you're a Relate Escape business and you're listening to this, you're in the right place because we can't empower others, especially in a way that's effective and very meaning, meaningful and impactful, if we're not being careful to guard our own power. And you'll understand exactly what I mean by that as I go on here in a minute. So, it's very important for us to continually be aware of our own power and where it might we might be giving it away without really seeing it or understanding it maybe it's under the radar but when we do do that when we do kind of get aware of where our power is and we're making sure that we have things in place so we don't give that away then we're doing what we need to do to ensure that we can impact the world in a more you know empowering way right on top of just us being more healthy more on target as far as doing what we want to do with our personal life and our business right so what do I mean by giving away your power so let's talk about that and break this down a little bit so every culture has mixed messages right that's just part of culture And when we think about the entrepreneurial space, which is its own culture, one of the mixed messages that is there is that first and foremost, number one, you are a kick-butt female entrepreneur and you are completely capable of running your own business, right? Because most of us are women in that space Um, And it's a very empowering message especially for those of us that came out of nine-to-fives and still dealing with things like glass ceilings and all the junk that we deal with that keeps us from being able to reach really high, right? So the first message that we hear that exists out in that space is that you are a kick-butt female entrepreneur and you are totally capable of running a successful business. But that being said... At the same time, there is this other idea, number two, that you constantly need to have something to help you grow. That could be a program, it can be a coach, it can be a mentor, you know, any and more of those things. And a lot of time that's used as a selling point, right? When we're, or um, sort of a, like a marketing hook, when somebody's selling a course or a mastermind or a group program, this usually can come up in the wording as you know, there's there needs to be, you know, you need something to help you make it, to up-level, to, you know, break through that next barrier sales-wise. So there is truth in these statements, right? So it is true that you are a kickback kick butt, excuse me, entrepreneur, and you're totally capable of having a successful business, right? And there are times, specific times, when you are going to need some form of assistance or new knowledge to help you grow. So a coach, a program, a course, what have you, right? However, I think the key phrase here when it comes to that second point about needing help is at times we need specific help for specific things, which means when we look at these two statements cohesively, at first they seem to exist or run together rather nicely, right? But, and here's the big but ladies, they also create situations where you're giving away your power especially if you're suffering from imposter syndrome or you know you're doubting where you are or where you're going with your business like we have all been there I've been there right that's just part of the entrepreneur journey but there are times we're kind of more susceptible to that when we're having low points and that can create a situation where we're giving away our power and let me give you a real-life example that's going to clearly illustrate what I mean because it may seem confusing but it's always helpful to have an illustration so I'm going to give you one that you can really see in your head and it's going to make this very clear right so how can you be a kick-butt female entrepreneur that can totally run your own business and you want to get help and you want to have that next thing to get you to the next level, but you just somehow you're giving away your power. What does that look like? I'm going to illustrate that for you with a real life example. So so before the pandemic hit, I, inten- I attended a live event. Uh, it wasn't a retreat. It was actually a speaking event at a resort. And so it was a fairly large group of, of attendees, mostly women and it was again it was a speaking event so we had several days where we were all in one big auditorium listening to various well-known entrepreneurs who were presenting but several things happened during this event that again illustrate what i'm talking about and they serve as cautionary tales so first i just gotta say that you know it became quickly apparent at this event that the primary reason for it was to sell the Mastermind program that was being offered by the people hosting it. And it was a very, it was a pretty substantial investment. I believe it was five figures. I remember there being two tiers. I'm pretty sure both of them were five figures, but at least one of them was. And during the event, they had a man table set up so you could go over and ask questions, you know, learn more about the Mastermind, sign up if you decided it was right for you. Which isn't a bad idea, right? That completely makes sense. If you're going to be selling something at an event, you want people to have the ability to ask questions, to make sure that they, you know, are, you know, if they're making a substantial investment, they want to be sure that it's right for them. So nothing wrong with that idea. The, however, <laughs> during the last day, uh, I'm pretty sure it was the morning of the last day because it's been a few months now. Uh, one of the hosts was out in, uh, you know, he was speaking and he was kind of walking out where we, we all were sitting, so in the audience. And he, at one point, he actually pulled a woman from her seat uh, politely. It's not like he, you know, just like grabbed her and forced her to come with him. But he, he pulled her from her seat and guided her over to that table. That was manned for people ask questions about the mastermind because his point what he was speaking about at the time was that everybody should go to the table and discuss this mastermind opportunity and f- in fact at one point he mentioned that they were actually keeping a list they had a list of attendees and they had a list of people who had gone over to the table and so they were keeping track down to the individual who was going over to look into this mastermind opportunity. And so he was speaking about how everybody in the room should be at least going over and having that conversation. And while he was speaking about that, there was a woman on, you know, seated by the aisle. So he, he led her over to the table. I don't remember if he asked permission or not. I don't think he did because this really stuck in my memory, I think, for one of one of these reasons. She was just, you know, he simply chose her. She was by the owl. Maybe he knew, you know, since they were keeping track that she hadn't had that conversation yet, and that's why he chose her. I don't know. I just know that he just guided her over to the table, right? And... So you can be, you know, you can be listening to this and being like, well, what's the big deal, Jen? He was just being helpful. Because one of the things that also permeates our space is that we need to kind of be pushed to the next level, right? We have to push through that place where we want to, you know, we don't want to leave our comfort comfort zone. We need to have people, you know, get us through to the, ne- to the next level. We need that that push or that help. So initially, from the outside, it might seem like, He was simply being helpful. However, I'm going to come back and say, what was really going on here underneath, whether the host realized it or not, was that her power as a business owner was being disrupted because he purposely chose to act in a way that indicated that he knew better than she did what she needed to do for her business. And she didn't stop him, which, I mean, I don't really blame her. That's a really <laughs> stressful situation to be in. You're at an event. There's a large audience. Uh, you know, you. I don't know how much she looked up to the host. But to have him suddenly pull you from your seat and, and guide you over in front of a room full of people, that's not an easy thing to just stop and say, hey, I'm not doing that, you know. So I don't blame her, but just still through the situation, her power as a business owner was being interceded, right? So in addition to this, as another example that happened during this event, uh, the same host who had guided this female entrepreneur over to the table was telling us what one of the well-known speakers had told him in private. And that was if we weren't going to have a conversation about this mastermind, what the heck were we doing there? And he didn't say heck. He used another word, but I don't rate my podcast as explicit. So I'm going to say heck. <laughs> okay. So this well known, big named speaker told our host that if we weren't going to have a conversation about this mastermind, what were we even doing at this event? And my initial reaction to this statement in my own head when the host shared this was kind of twofold. One, I thought to myself, well, a lot of people here came at least in part to support the hosts because they were doing their first live event. And a lot of people there were clients, had bought programs from them. There were um, people that they knew like close friends and family had flown out to this event. So a lot of people, you know, even the clients were there to support each other. They also there to meet with each other in person, right? Because we just kind of know people online and then you just you're eager to meet them as human beings in 3D. So that was that was my first thought. My second thought was, who the heck is he to tell me what I should do with my business? Right. I don't care that he's a well-known entrepreneur this guy who said this, he doesn't know me. He doesn't know my business. He doesn't know anything about my life. Who is he to make that kind of a statement? Right? So again, I, you know, I don't, I don't say this to be like mean or gossipy. I mean, there's, there's just really good examples to illustrate what I'm talking about because, and, and, we can always, when when truth is mixed with things that aren't true, which I'm going to go into here in a minute, it can be very hard to see these things. And when we don't see them, that's when we start making decisions that let our power go to somebody else who shouldn't hold it, right? Because there's a difference between somebody who wants to empower you and somebody who is either using or taking your power, whether they realize it or not, right? It can be an unconscious thing, but there's a big difference between the two. And so when it came to this event, this live event that I went to, yes, there was encouraging and empowering things that were said during it, but it was contradicted by the words and actions and those words and actions were basically trying to take our decision making trying to take our power as an entrepreneur again whether they realized it or not right saying that we if we showed up for this event our primary focus should be this you know expensive mastermind that was again like five figures it was it was kind of you know basically a blanket idea that they knew our needs and our business better than we did And this was coming from seven figure entrepreneurs who are projecting success and this really great lifestyle and and, you know, saying that they want, uh, you know, uh, help us achieve the same. Right. So this is just a prime example. It's just a really good, you know, visual example of why we need to be on guard as business owners. You know, especially at times where we're feeling low self-esteem or imposter syndrome, you know, things that kind of make make us a little more susceptible, susceptible excuse me, <laughs> can't talk today, more susceptible to those kinds of moments. Because, ladies, we have to remember that only we, only we and God know what we're here to do, right? We're related escape skate businesses. So like I said at the beginning of the podcast, that means we are super passionate about changing the world and people's lives like nobody's business. And we each have our own niche and way we want to do that. But in order for us to do that, we have to remember that we are the decision makers when it comes to our businesses. Yes, we're figuring things out pretty much all the time. That's just part of being an entrepreneur. And yes, we are going to invest in help for specific things at specific times. But other than, say, God, nobody else has the right to tell us what that looks like or what decisions we need to make and including where we need to spend our money. So, you know, I, I spoke earlier about how lies can contain truth and how that can throw us off and it can make something that seems good to be not so good, right? Because, you know, something can have just a grain of truth and it will trip us up so badly, right? So it's a concept, it's an offer, it's, it's a person speaking into our lives. And whatever that thing is, it can have like this little kernel of truth and and everything else around it can just be complete nonsense or a downright lie or just something that's not healthy for us. And because we zero in on that one part of truth, we end up ignoring everything else that's around it. And so we, you know, that that's why I'm bringing it up because we really have to be careful, right? So think about... The live event that I just spoke about that room was full of entrepreneurs who have a hunger and a passion for impacting the world and creating these thriving businesses so that they can change people's lives. But that was sort of being twisted again, whether the host realized it or not, it was being twisted into in order to make a sale. It was basically if, if you really want, if you really mean business, if you really want to impact the world, if you really want to have a growing business, you should at least be having a conversation about this mastermind, which then brought you one step closer to actually purchasing it. But that see how that little kernel of truth. That that's the thing that we can focus on and forget everything else around it, especially if we're feeling pressured or there's a timeline. Uh, you know, the offer expires before you leave, or the cart closes at this time. That's how that works, and so we have to be very very careful because it's when we live in that little piece of truth and ignore everything else that we end up being stuck. We end up being entrenched in places that mean we're we're immobile, we're not moving forward at all. We're just stuck, we're distracted, we get off course. All the things that are going to affect us personally, but obviously they're also going to affect our business and how we're serving and empowering others. This is is one of the oldest tricks in the book, right? Because again, if there's even like a smidgen of truth in a belief or a statement or something somebody says... We find ourselves holding on to that truth and not really seeing the full picture for whatever reason that is. Maybe that kernel of truth is something that we just believe in so strongly that we feel if we say no to the whole package that we're saying no to that kernel of truth. Maybe it's something that we're just kind of attached to in a way that's not healthy and we need to learn to let that go. It could be for a myriad of reasons, but there's just that little kernel of truth that keeps us from seeing things and making wise decisions and in that course we let our power go to a thing or somebody else instead of keeping it as business owners right and again it's not to say that this is always done intention you know intentionally by other people they can be doing it unconsciously or you know it's because of how they're operating their own business and what their beliefs are but it is our job as business owners who really want to impact people and impact the world to be vigilant and keep our eyes open so we can avoid handing our power over to somebody else or something else and and putting ourselves in a place where we can't effectively do the thing that we have been we feel we're called to do right so again just because there's a bit of truth in something doesn't mean that everything around it is great and we can just check the mark and say yes to something and, you know, go on to the next thing. We have to be very careful about everything included in that package, right? That's being put before us. And sometimes, sometimes we can't see this ourselves. This is the other big trip up is when we're immersed in a culture, right? And the entrepreneurial space is a culture. It's, it's mostly an online culture, but it is its own culture. It has its own beliefs. It's kind of set of norms, all the things that a culture has. And when we're immersed in something, especially if you're spending like hours and hours on social media and just really taking that in a lot, a certain aspect or belief or a line of thinking that's common in that culture can keep you from seeing the whole picture like you could from the outside. So, for example, if you if you happen to listen to my Rebel series, uh, again, which I finished up in the last episode, episode 19, then you know that it wasn't until I stepped away from social media completely and got some time and distance that I was able to see, you know, where I had been doing just that, where I had immersed myself in this culture to the point where I look back now and I don't even recognize that person. I look at who I was before I got immersed in that culture. I look who I was after I've stepped away from that culture. And I look at who I was while I was in it and I don't know that person, right? Um so it's it, it's 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 really a slippery slope and sometimes we can't see it ourselves. I mean, I was I was actually cleaning up my Google Drive the other day and I came across this document where I've been been doing a brain dump and I think ironically I wrote this not long after I attended that event I was talking to you about earlier and it was this brain dump and I was basically trying to figure out how to make things work like how to make my business come together how to make you know clients come in the door like and then all the things in my life surrounding that right like your personal life and I was reading this document when I found this the other day and I couldn't believe that was me. I couldn't believe that this, like the person who was brain dumping this and I could see like the beliefs that were in play with what was being written and where my thought process was going blew my mind. I, I, I you know, and but if you had show me that document uh, and tried, you know, in that time that I wrote it, if you had, somebody had tried to speak that truth to me, I don't know for certain that I would have seen it for what it was. Because again, it was not until I got distance, when I got out of that culture, that I was able to look back on it and see it in a different light, right? So, guys, all that to say, <laughs> We have to be very, very vigilant. And I don't mean this episode to be like all poo-poo on the entrepreneurial space or events, obviously. Um, I don't mean it to be all doom and gloom. But again, when I look back at the space from where I am now, I see a lot of things that are just sort of like... like red alerts going off, right? To all you Star Trek people out there. Hello, grew up on Star Trek Next Generation. Okay, all of the red alerts out there or red flags or however you want to phrase it, where we're we're kind of giving up our power. And that's a problem because when we give up our power, we can't empower others. It's just the way it works. One affects the other. You can't get around that. And I think... Especially when we're feeling, uh, you know, we feel like we always have to have a thing to be helping us. Uh, we always have to be on the lookout for the next program or the next coach, because even though our spaces that we're women that can really do this, we can be successful. At the same time, there's that contradicting belief, right? Like we were talking about earlier. There's this sense that, you know, especially when we're trying to figure things out and we're there's Hobbs moving around. <laughs> he got up because he's like, Mommy, it's time to go outside. Um, so fortunately for him, I'm wrapping things up. Know who's the boss in my house. Um, yeah, you know, we were suffering from imposter syndrome or we have low self-esteem or we're frustrated. And then we're also looking at these big names, seven-figure entrepreneurs that are showing us this amazing lifestyle that they're living and all this money that they're making. And we think, oh, they have it figured out. And so I think a lot of times we, we end up putting them in a, in a driver's seat in a way, in a way that we shouldn't. We, we kind of see them as like the magic key holders. And we're the ones that are in charge of our businesses. We're the ones that even if we don't know what we need, we're in a, in a better place to make that decision than somebody who doesn't drive our business, right? They don't live our life. They don't know our circumstances. Because it's not just our businesses. Our business, we all have spouses, kids, you know, family. There's more to our lives than just our business. Our business decisions affect our life. People outside that don't know that can't make those informed decisions. So there's a lot of reasons why we have to be careful. And so I just, again, don't mean this to be a poo-poo episode. I don't mean it to be, you know, against buying programs or courses. I think we just need to be very wise and vigilant in our decision-making because we have such a heart for helping people. But if we're giving away our power to others, then that lessens our ability to empower the people that we love and want to help change and make better the world better so much. So I will leave you with that. And yeah, the doggy is telling me it's time to go. So I'm going to go ahead and head on out. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Hey lady, very briefly before we go, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you gleaned a ton of wisdom and comfort, maybe even some confirmation from it. And I wanna ask your help in getting this podcast into the hands or phones of more women just like you. So if you could, please just hop over on iTunes and leave a short review and let other women know what you have enjoyed Or gotten out of this podcast. I might even read it on the air, you never know, but it's my goal to help as many entrepreneurs as possible and your words, as always, could be powerful in achieving that. Thanks and look forward to seeing you next time.